Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Hit the reset button before more rain moves in on Friday. Today, going to be dry and it's going to be just a gorgeous day. Starting out cold, your temperatures in the mid-20s to mid-30s early this morning, but later today will quickly rise into the 40s by lunchtime, lower 50s for the afternoon. Winds will be light out of the southwest, then it's a wind shift for Friday. Out ahead of the next weather maker, southeasterly winds, clouds increase, and you've got rain coming in by Friday evening. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 41 degrees in Washington and 1259. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Thursday morning, January 11th. Welcome in. This morning of our, I'm Dean Lane. Coming up, GOP presidential candidates Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley facing off in a CNN debate last night. And Chris Christie makes it formal, suspending his presidential campaign. Also, history made in the Old Dominion this week. Virginia's first black House speaker is sworn in. It is a proud moment for all of us. I'm Nick Einelli. What will communities get out of Maryland's lawmakers this year? I'm Kate Ryan. Good morning. Welcome in this Thursday morning, 1 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. No insult left unsaid. In the last Republican presidential debate before the Iowa caucuses, former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis went after one another. The head-to-head debate was on CNN. And when asked why they were better candidates than former President Trump, Haley said... For me, it's very much about no drama, no whining, and getting results and getting them done. As for DeSantis, he criticized broken Trump promises. I appreciated what President Trump did, but let's just be honest. He said he was going to build a wall and have Mexico pay for it. He did not deliver that. Her response about the border crisis. What we need to do is not just ban a wall. We need to put 25,000 Border Patrol and ICE agents on the ground and let them do their job. Stacey Lynn, CBS News, Washington. Trump appeared on a Fox Town Hall, which, like the debate, took place in Des Moines, Iowa. It would have been quite a sight, but the judge in former President Trump's business fraud case in New York says Trump will not be allowed to deliver closing arguments. Details from CBS's Katrina Kaufman. He would let him speak, but Trump couldn't testify. He couldn't make it a campaign speech. He had to stick to relevant facts. I mean, really, closing (laughs) arguments are about legal theories. So he was very willing to, on those terms, let Trump partake. And his team just could not agree. The famed Alabama football coach Nick Saban is saying goodbye to the Crimson Tide, says sports reporter Erica Herskowitz. The 72-year-old won seven national titles, six with Alabama, after setting lofty goals at his introductory press conference back in 2007. I want to win every game we play. Saban just wrapped up his 17th season at Alabama, which ended with a loss to Michigan in the Rose Bowl. Well, this could affect your budget. The December Consumer Price Index report will be released in a few hours. CB CBS's Joe Ling Kent says the report could move interest rates. Wall Street expects the inflation number to have ticked up by 0.2% in December and 3.2% for the whole of 2023. And the Fed is still targeting a 2% inflation rate. If your supervisor just keeps getting on your last nerve, CBS's Jen Clark has a list of employers you might want to consider. Bain & Company, which is a global consulting firm, takes the top spot at number one. Delta Airlines, Microsoft, and Lululemon all made the list, but coming in at number six is In-N-Out Burger. The list is based on employee reviews on the Glassdoor website. If you've been thinking about investing in Bitcoin, but you weren't ready to make the plunge, there may soon be a way to just dip your toes into the water. 
The Securities and Exchange Commission is reluctantly allowing exchange-traded funds to hold Bitcoin. The agency says it's still deeply skeptical, uh, skeptical, that is, about cryptocurrencies. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. WTOP at 103. Thursday morning, January 11th, 2024. Mainly clear, cold once again this overnight early morning. Veronica says the low by daybreak on your Thursday should be somewhere between 25 and 35. 41 in Washington now. Good morning to you. We thank you for taking us along for your early 1 a.m. hour ride this Thursday. We begin the ride this morning back to work for lawmakers in both Richmond and Annapolis this week. We start in Virginia this hour where history was made on Wednesday as the state's first Black House speaker was sworn in formally. WTOP's Nick Ionelli begins our team coverage this morning. I, Don Scott. I, Don Scott. Do solemnly swear. Do solemnly swear. Democratic Delegate Don Scott is now the first Black House speaker in Virginia's history in Richmond, which was once the capital of the Confederacy. I'm grateful and thankful. Scott wiped away tears as he thanked his mother who was in the crowd. I got to honor her today. She raised six children by herself. I to tell her, don't worry, God, God is my father and he would take care of us. Democratic delegate Luke Torian. It is a proud moment for all of us as we nominate Don Scott as our next speaker of the house. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. In the meantime, with two years left in his term, Governor Glenn Youngkin in Virginia this week delivering his State of the Commonwealth speech to the Virginia General Assembly. Our journey together is only at halftime. The state of our Commonwealth is strong, stronger than she has been in a very long time. And we, all of us, should feel a great sense of accomplishment. But Youngkin said this week the state needs to address why more people are leaving the state than moving there. He called for increasing education funding and cutting taxes, including elimination of the state's personal car tax, also asking lawmakers to pass legislation funding the proposed $2 billion arena for the Capitals and Wizards in Alexandria, Virginia. The first day as we head over to Maryland now in the General Assembly session there has been filled with ceremony and county leaders are looking to get what their communities need. WTOP's Kate Ryan this morning. Prince George's County Executive Angela Alsobrooks said her top priority is getting support for more doctors and hospital beds. She especially wants to address access for expectant mothers. And our physicians say that when they deliver babies, they've only had one prenatal appointment before delivering. Alsobrooks says she's confident that despite projected budget cuts on transportation, there will be support for the Blue Line Corridor. Everyone agrees that that Blue Line Corridor remains a priority, um, and we're going to see continued investment there. And on crime and public safety, also Brooks says the county and state have a role to play in prevention as well as law enforcement. In Annapolis, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 106, rising crime among the very top concerns in the district these days. Now the chair of the D.C. Council Public Safety Committee is out this week with a brand new package of bills aimed at tackling crime from several directions, and she wants quick action. While none of it's really new, more than 100 different provisions are folded into a 90-page piece of legislation being pushed by D.C. Council Member Brooke Pinto. We have a 
an emergency in the District of Columbia with public safety. The bill increases penalties for illegal firearms use, even in cases when no one is hurt. It also expands the definition of carjacking and addresses complaints the police union has had over the reform measures passed in recent years. Pinto wants a vote in the public safety committee she leads next week and final passage by next month. It's going to make residents and businesses and visitors feel safer and actually be safer. At the Wilson Building, John Dome and WTOP News. A D.C. man faces up to 50 years in prison this morning after pleading guilty to shooting at a local Maryland National Capitol Park police officer two years ago. 28-year-old Trayvon Brox pleaded guilty just this week to attempted second-degree murder in the case after he shot at an officer in Montgomery County February 1st of 2022. It happened as officers were responding then were told to reports of a robbery at the Olney Manor Swim Center. At the time, employees at the center said they saw a man later found to be Brock's stealing things from the center's locker room. While the officer was shot at, he dove to the right and the bullet missed. Sentencing for Brock's is coming up next month, February 26th. There is a boil water alert to make you aware of this morning in northern Stafford. It comes after complications from a water main break on Tuesday night this week and all that heavy rainfall. Stafford County says this morning this is being done as a precaution only because changes in water pressure, they say, could lead to contamination. So if you are in North Stafford this morning, you are strongly advised to boil your water and drink bottled water until further notice. But Stafford schools have been confirmed uh, that say that they're not affected by the boil alert and their water is safe for use today. So there's no problem there. Good Thursday morning, January 11th. Welcome to WTOP. Glad you're with us. Time now is 108. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Driving in weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Kim Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. In Prince George's County, just north of Brandywine, we've got the closure southbound Branch Avenue, Maryland 5. The closure at Birch Hill Road at Earnshaw Drive, all southbound lanes closed. We are seeing some delays on the northbound side of Branch Avenue in that general area, very possibly because traffic is being diverted from southbound into the northbound lanes, causing those slowdowns. We're waiting for our state highways to let us know for sure what exactly is going on there. State Maryland State Police also on the scene with this accident in Prince George's County. County. However, uh, in the meantime, you might want to take Suitland Parkway or Maryland 210 to avoid the closure on Branch Avenue. Not seeing any major delays on Northbound 10 coming north of Piscataway up to the Beltway in Oxon Hill and Suitland Parkway or Pennsylvania Avenue coming over from 301 heading past the Beltway and on into the district is looking okay on the Capitol Beltway, the inner loop over by Pennsylvania Avenue in Prince George's County. Right lane closed in the ongoing roadwork that's only in the overnight hours through tomorrow night into Friday morning. Still will have the closure of one lane, left lane, only getting by in the local lanes of the Capitol Beltway in Virginia over by US-1 in Alexandria. This is causing a brief delay. The WTOP Traffic Center is furnished by Regency Furniture. Celebrate Regency's 34th anniversary with savings up to 34% off furniture for every room. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looked so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Nice weather expected today. Easy the best of the week. We've got temperatures starting out on the lower side, though. Pretty cold this morning, mid-20s to mid-30s. But later today, highs will top out in the lower 50s across the area. Sunshine expected throughout the day with the next weather maker moving in Friday evening with rain. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Having dropped a few, we're down to 34 at our nation's capital. 1 a.m. hour Thursday morning, January 11th. Glad you're with us. Brought to you this time 
on WTOP by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Go to longfence.com and check them out. WTOP at 110. We bring you money news at 10 and 40 past each hour. Liberty Tax, the third largest tax prep company, will pay $550,000 in restitution to thousands of D.C. taxpayers. The district says we're duped with a cash incentive offer. Mortgage applications jumped 10% last week. Dave's Hot Chicken will double its D.C. area locations. Dave's Hot Chicken's backers include Samuel L. Jackson and Drake. The Dow gained 171 points in Wednesday's session. The S&P 500 up 27. Those are half percent gains. Jeff Playboy, WTOP News. And checking overseas this morning, Asian stocks are higher across the board this morning, Yamaur. The Nikkei is up by 650 points. The Kospi is up 11. The Hang Seng is up 328. And the Shanghai is up 16 this morning. Good morning. Glad you're with us. 111 on WTOP. In the Washington region, winter weather is all over the map. Will it be sunny? Or snowmageddon? Leave it to the experts with weather updates from WTOP every 10 minutes on the 8th. We track the storm so you know how to prepare. WTOP News. Facts matter. Did you make a New Year's resolution to finally get rid of that car you don't need? Start the year off right and donate it to Melwood today. Donating is free fast and easy and it helps your community by supporting melwood's job training programs for people with disabilities to learn more call 1-877-MELWOOD today or visit melwood.org forward slash radio that's melwood.org forward slash radio good morning welcome to wtop if you're just joining us mainly clear and cold overnight veronica says by daybreak thursday we're looking at 25 to 35 for the actual low we're at 34 in our nation's capital right now i'm dean lane welcoming you in this early morning at 113 on wtop glad you're in with us this is wtop news Let's talk politics. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. GOP presidential candidates Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley facing off last night, Wednesday night, during a CNN debate in Des Moines. It was the final GOP presidential debate before next week's Iowa caucuses. Both candidates trading barbs, accusing each other of being a liar. We don't need another mealy-mouthed politician who just tells you what she thinks you want to hear just to try to get your vote, then to get in office and to do her donor's bidding. She was in another state, and she said the people of Iowa's votes need to be corrected. DeSantis speaking there on CNN, and here's what Haley said about her political rival. If he would spend as much time trying to prove why he thinks he would be a good president, he would be doing a lot better in the polls. The reason that he spent and blown through $150 million and gone down in the polls is because he spent more time trying to lie about me than he is about telling the truth about himself. Kirk Maddow, hotline editor at National Journal, joins our Dimitri Sotis this morning with his assessment of the Wednesday night debate. It was a lot of back and forth between the two right now. They've concentrated very heavily on each other. There was some substantive policy discussion, whether that's our approach to the war in Ukraine, Social Security, Medicare expansion in the state. But the problem was the two candidates were focused so much on each other and not at the elephant not in the room. Former President Trump, who's leading both of them by double digits in Iowa with less than five days to go. I read this whole performance of them focusing on each other as a more than tacit acknowledgement that they're racing for second right now and that their main rival are each other and not the guy who's lapping the field right now. And 
would it have been a smart move for them to sharpen their attacks against Trump when really all campaign long, long, they really haven't done much of that? The first question out of the gates to the credit of the CNN moderators was about Trump and reaction to some of the more outlandish things he's been saying on the campaign trail right now. But I don't think it's to their advantage right now to attack Trump, especially in such a Trump-heavy area like Iowa. If DeSantis or Haley are going to get second place here or even pull in incredible upset and overtake Trump, they're going to need some of those voters who support the former president who might not like him as a personality but like his policies. So it's difficult to kind of split the uprights there. And That's the issue that these candidates have been having for months, basically, ever since Trump declared that he's going to try and run it for a uh, another term in November. Everyone else in the field has kind of had to walk around him, even if he's not on the debate stage, and no one's done it since successfully, and you can just add tonight's debate to the long chapter of GOP candidates fumbling that bag a little bit. I do believe that as the years have gone on and the political climate has changed, it's tougher to raise your hand and say DeSantis won or Haley won, to even pick any kind of winner in a debate. Would you like to take a a try at that, or was there really no winner? (laughs) I I feel like if anyone's going to win, it is going to be Trump. It seems like every iteration of these debates, no matter how many candidates are on the stage, it seems like politically for him, it's been a smart move to skip the debates. I think the winner of this debate is DeSantis. He came out, I think, the strongest of the two of them. Haley really benefited from a larger stage and contrasting herself, especially with Vivek Ramaswamy, who did not qualify for the debate stage. And this smaller one where she didn't have that clear of a contrast, where she was the main focus for about two hours of DeSantis's broadsides, she kept repeating to what my friend James Rubaskin at Inside Elections called, you know, doing the noun, verb, and DeSantisLies.com. I think she plugged that website about a dozen times in there. So I think this was her poorest debate performance after a string of really strong ones uh, since August. Kirk Bato, hotline editor at National Journal, talking with our Dimitri Sotis this morning. Good look at some of the top stories early Thursday we're following for you here on WTOP. Developing this morning, President Biden, we hear, now met Wednesday with the sister of Paul Whelan, an American detained in Russia for more than five years. As we were telling you, former Ambassador Nikki Haley and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis traded jabs in the latest Republican presidential debate, while former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie made an official suspending his campaign for the Republican presidential nomination this week. And a pair of House panels votes to recommend holding the son of President Biden, Hunter Biden, in contempt of Congress. Keep it here for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Lead Law Enforcement Against Drugs and Violence is the most rapidly growing drug and violence prevention charity in the United States. By using an evidence-based, tested, and proven effective curricula taught by law enforcement and educators, LEAD's school-based anti-drug and anti-violence program empowers children to make the right decisions about drugs, violence, alcohol, and bullying. Learn more about LEAD at leadrugs.org or follow us at We Are LEAD, sponsored by LEAD Incorporated. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Timing is everything, and if you've been looking for a luxury vehicle, look no further than Select Auto Imports in Alexandria. For 37 years, Select Auto Imports has saved you thousands off MSRP on pre-owned BMWs, Mercedes-Benz, Audi, and Range Rovers. Now, we're expanding and need room for our new showroom. That means lower prices just got lower. Check out hundreds of luxury vehicles at SelectAutoImports.com or visit us on Van Dorn Street in Alexandria. These savings won't last forever. SelectAutoImports.com. 
A Thursday morning, January 11th. Glad you're with us this early morning, 118 the time. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Good morning to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you very much, Dean. Good morning, everybody. Still dealing with that major accident in Prince George's County. Uh, this is on Southbound Branch Avenue. The accident is, uh, shuts down all the southbound lanes uh, at Birch Hill Road at Earnshaw Drive. If you're running south on Branch Avenue and you have not yet gotten to Surratt's Road, that probably would be your better alternate right now and take that up to the north up to Pennsylvania Avenue where Maryland 223 Woodyard Road, you can take that up to Pennsylvania Avenue. There is some congestion both sides of Branch Avenue at Earnshaw Earnshaw Drive, very possibly, very possibly because traffic being diverted at the accident scene into the northbound lanes, and that would be causing some of the congestion on the northbound side. However, that's just a guess. We're still waiting for confirmation of that from the State Highway Administration. However, that's an area to avoid if you can, so take Maryland 210 or Pennsylvania Avenue around this accident on the southbound side of Branch Avenue at Birch Hill Road. Meanwhile, on the Capitol Beltway, the outer loop at uh, US-1 in Alexandria, left lane getting by the work zone, the local lanes, and there are there is a work zone going on in the through lanes. It's over on the far left side, but traffic getting by both of these work zones with minimal delays as the volume has lessened for this time of the morning. Also in Virginia, southbound 95 after the Prince William Parkway, left lane closed in the work zone. Both sides of 66, just east of Spout Run Parkway in Arlington. The right lane closed eastbound, left lane closed westbound. Also on the westbound side of the Roosevelt Bridge, one lane blocked for bridge uh, traffic engineering. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Today, finally here, the best weather of the week. Yeah, I know it's cold out there, mid-20s to mid-30s, but temperatures will be rising into the lower 50s. Beautiful day with sunshine. The next weather maker is set to move in on Friday. Right now, we've got clouds that will be on the increase with rain coming Friday evening, ending before sunrise Saturday. Could get about an inch of rain. We'll continue with a wind alert, though, on Saturday with wind gusts around 40 miles per hour. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 31 degrees. In Manassas, we're at 41 Metro Center, 40 Frederick, Maryland, 34 and holding in our nation's capital. This 1 a.m. hour Thursday morning, January 11th, brought to you this morning by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Coming right up this half hour. The high cost of smoking. Why D.C. and Maryland are among the tops in the nation. I'm Dick Iuliano. 6 a.m. Breaking news from Alexandria. 3.15 p.m. An update now on a story we've been following all day. 6.17 p.m. New information just coming in. WTOP doesn't just report breaking news and move on. We stay with the story. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Are you excited about being a new grandmother? Of course I am. A little intimidated, too. Why? Taking care of a baby today is so different than when I had you. But, Mom, you did great with me. Thanks, son. But I put you on your stomach to sleep. Right. But now we know that babies should always be placed on their backs to sleep for naps and at night to reduce the risk of sudden infant death syndrome, or SIDS. Hmm. You also slept with blankets and toys in your crib. True, but now we know to keep everything out of the crib except for my sweet baby girl. No blankets, pillows, or other soft or loose items. Daddy's going to teach Nana all the ways to keep you safe while you sleep. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. For more tips on safe sleep for babies, visit safetysleep.nichd.nih.gov. That's safetysleep.nichd.nih.gov. 
Sponsored by the Eunice Kennedy Shriver National Institute of Child Health and Human Development. It is January 11th, 2024. Welcome in this Thursday morning. Glad you're with us. Time now on WTOP is 122. This is WTOP News. In health news this morning, we've been telling you here at WTOP for weeks now about the spike in COVID cases in our region and around the country. And there's a new variant out there known as JN1, making up almost, we're told, half of the COVID cases around the country right now, according to the CDC, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. So if we are infected, how will this new strain affect us? The kind of COVID you get with JN1, this current variant, the symptoms are the same. So it's going to be the typical fever, cough, perhaps in some people shortness of breath, sore throat, but the symptoms are the same. And it's really important for people to understand that you're going to hear about variant after variant after variant emerging. And it's not necessarily really big news unless that variant is seen to be escaping your immunity, if it's transmitting from person to person a lot more efficiently, and if it's leading to more people ending up in the hospital. Dr. Selene Gander, let's try that again. Dr. Celine Gandor, CBS News medical contributor, joining us on WTOP earlier. She warns this morning that COVID, RSV, and the flu are not the only viruses we should be on the lookout for these days. There are hundreds, she says, of respiratory viruses that could infect us this winter. Cigarette smoking is not just bad for your health. It will cost you a small fortune. And locally, D.C. and Maryland rank near the top on a list of states bearing the highest costs to smoke up. Wallet Hub has calculated what it calls the true per-person cost of smoking, including the cost of cigarettes and also the smoker's financial opportunity cost. That's the money the person would have earned in the stock market if it weren't spent on cigarettes. Plus, there are health care and other costs. The highest smoking costs in the nation are incurred in New York, followed by D.C. and Maryland. D.C. residents spend a yearly average of nearly $4,400, Marylanders $4,300 on cigarettes. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Researchers these days are shaking things up in the world of obesity treatment. An ingestible, motor-driven capsule that vibrates inside the stomach, creating an illusion of being full to reduce weight gain. That from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Researcher Dr. Shira Shinavasan. In using one of the natural mechanisms and kind of leveraging that, we're hoping that this naturalistic process for the body to reduce caloric intake. Tested on animals, the multivitamin-sized capsule using a silver oxide battery vibrates 30 30 minutes before exiting the body. Stefan Kaufman, CBS News. Hey, wouldn't it be fun to have a few drinks with your friends and act out, say, Ross's wedding, for example? Seems two of the original scripts from the show were found inside a staff member's nightstand, and they actually go up for auction online in a couple of days. The best part here, we have found the guy who found it, found them, does not even watch the show. He just worked at a London studio where they filmed a few episodes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. The WTOP Traffic Center. Tracking the top trouble spots. The biggest backups. The major incidents. The slowest traffic.